On this episode, Chris and I are going to flip the script a little bit. Uh, we are going to do a reverse interview. So we're bringing on McLean Warren uh, to ask us questions, um, just sort of about us and a little bit of our journey. So we haven't done this since the intro of this podcast, 142 episodes ago. Uh, so this ought to be a lot of fun. We had a good we had a good time chatting with McLean. Yeah, it was a good time. It was mm-hmm. a good time to switch, you know flip the script a little bit and. Mm-hmm. Talk about what we do, but I mean, yeah, I think the message is clear at the end of the day. Yeah, we're really just trying to help sellers. Exactly. So, so if you're interested in working with Solozo or signing up and you want to know a little bit more about us and our team and what we do, uh, this is the episode for you. So we we are going to be interviewed ourselves by McLean. So let's jump in to the interview by McLean. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 142 of Two Amazon Sellers and a Microphone, brought to you by Solozo. And today we're going to do something a little different. Uh, we've we've got McLean Warren on with us. We such a great guest we had not too long ago, talking all about you. Uh, but for everyone listening, you may not have. Uh, heard our stories, Chris and my story about how we got into this space. Uh, so we thought we would do a little reverse interview. So we are turning over the reins of the podcast to McLean. It's yours. You've got the floor. Take it away. Awesome. Well, first of all, I'm excited to be back. I'm sure you guys missed me. It's been all of like what a week since we last yes, talked. Yeah, so. yes, we missed you. <laughs> we were like shedding tears of sorrow yeah. over that. I know I'm very. <laughs> um, but just to give the audience some kind of color behind it, um, and it kind of circles back to what we were talking about in the last podcast, which is like we really when you are selling a service or software program or really anything, you want to give kind of a voice to that brand, right? Mm -hmm. And people connect with other people more so than they do products. So Mm -hmm. um, I know you guys have been doing this for a while. I know you guys have had awesome guests. um, And I thought, why not turn the tables and learn more about you guys and you know what you're about what your background is how you decided to come into this industry just give some color to salazo and to two amazon sellers and a microphone so um if that's cool with you i think that's kind of how the conversation is going to go and uh i promise i won't ask too many personal questions <laughs> bring it we don't care be fun. <laughs> we're 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 open books. We're we're excited. Well, we'll see about that. By the end of this, you might be like, we're not so open, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I take that back. Um, yeah. well, well, first of all, I know you both are from Kansas City. Is that that's accurate? Right? And did you guys know each other for a long time prior to this, or how did you guys meet? No, I can answer that. Chris, Chris, and I met uh, through working here at Zlozo. I mean, we. We, uh, he got hired before me. Uh, and in fact, we both ended up here because of an Amazon seller meetup group that Solozo put on. Um, mm-hmm. and Chris joined and attended. I joined and never attended. Um, and they actually, through that, they were reaching out for people um, in the area who were in the Amazon space to hire. And it just turned out that we were both here and I answered it and came on board. But it was a uh, 
really interesting. And I've, I've had a blast. That was for me, that was a little over two years ago. Uh -huh. um, and it's been, it's been a blast ever since. Awesome. And has it been a blast for you too, Chris? Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> I had to hit. Yeah, no, it's been a great time. I mean, I've, I've been born and raised, I was born and raised in Kansas City, uh, always dabbled around like with the internet stuff. And then uh, saw a meetup and went to it and never yeah. heard of Solozo. Like I was selling on Amazon uh, years prior to even joining Solozo and still, still sell on Amazon. And I remember going to the meetup, like, I've never even heard of you guys. And you're in my own mm -hmm. backyard, which is kind of cool. So we went to a, went to a meetup and chatted with some other people that were interested in selling on Amazon. Um, kind of worked out at a good time. And I got let go of my other job. And then Solozo hired me. So it was kind of like an easy transition. And started learning about PPC more. And I mean, I've always learned about, I always knew about Amazon PPC from my right. own business. But yeah. this is a new level. Like when you're in it yeah. every day, it's a whole new thing. Mm -hmm. um, so you both have been selling on Amazon for, I mean, obviously based on the um, name of the podcast, yep. you both right. have been selling for like a long time or? Yeah. Pretty I close. Mean, well, yeah. It's, we, we both started right around the same time, which is interesting, um, around 2014. So pretty long time in terms of a lot of the Amazon you sellers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, so we've been we've been doing it a long time, and that I think was another interesting approach that Solozo took. Is they they were pretty intentional about going after people that had a lot of experience in the space themselves, mm -hmm. uh, and I think that has been uh, just a really smart move because we can connect. I mean, yes, we're taught when we talk to clients at Solozo, we talk to prospective clients, we are talking about PPC and automating it and how to optimize it. But so much more goes into that. I mean, you have to really, if you can talk the entire thing, if you've lived it, if you know what it's like to budget of $200 a day on a campaign and you're like, oh my gosh, that's so much. I'm in, you know, I'm a starting off a seller. You can, it just, you understand better what, where they're coming from and how this right. can help. I think that, I think that was a really good move on Solozo's part to, to make that an intentional way of hiring is to get a lot of people with experience themselves selling it. And uh, also this experience for me personally has totally transformed how I'm running my own business. <laughs> and I know Chris is probably the same way, especially when we, especially once we started the podcast networking and that has been, that has been amazing. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So you guys seem to like when you, met was it an automatic like <laughs> we use the word attraction but you know what yeah. i mean like, <laughs> i don't mean uh making eyes across the dinner table yeah. I mean, <laughs> were you guys i mean was it just an instant connection were you guys just vibing well and you were just like oh this is easy or you know was it um kind of took some time to get to know each other and feel each other out in terms of you know, the nuances, the personalities, what you guys were looking for in a podcast. Yeah, I mean, for sure. When Dustin first came on, uh, our manager at the time, my manager at the time was, hey, he's going to, we're going to get somebody else on the sales team. And uh, he's actually a seller. And I was like, there's another seller locally? Like, I didn't, <laughs> like, to me, it was like, I didn't know there was anybody else that would be interested. Like, the odds of that happening were 
pre- seemed pretty slim. Like somebody's going to come on the team that actually been selling on Amazon. I was like, okay, that's gonna be cool. So when I met Dustin, uh, I actually did a demo for him. And I'll never mm-hmm. forget his first words were like, I'm getting ready to join the team. Are you okay with that? I'm like, yeah. well, what the hell? Of course I have to be okay with that. Like, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to say no. I would have been aware that I had choice. <laughs> I was like, right. is, 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 do I have a choice here? Like, I, of course. So like I went through his account with him and showed him some stuff. And then he came into the office. And from that day on, like uh, Dustin's personality, my personality, they, they really go well together. Uh, we're both really like go-getters. Um, and we could pick on something really fast. Uh, so I, th- I think that those qualities really helped us both like move fast with the, with the tool, move fast with the sales team. And then Dustin was actually the one that was like, let's do a podcast. And he's been talking about it. Like, since like the first couple of weeks he got hired, was, like, let's do a podcast. And I'm like, to That's me, like, I'm like, passion seeker. <laughs> well, to me, I'm like, I don't know, like, let's, let's like do our thing here and like get better with it. And, and I'm like, I never like. I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea, but I never like took it by the horns and did it. So Dustin was actually the one I was like, let's do this podcast. Yeah, well, actually, I was scared to death. That's why I mentioned it. I was like, because uh, I've always wanted, I've always thought, oh, we sh- that would be a great marketing. I thought for if you're in the Amazon space, it's such a community vibe anyway. That right. like to get the to get the word out uh, about what you're doing is it's easier like and relational or meeting people and putting content out uh, as opposed to like seeing a Google ad or something, right? If you're looking for, you know, ad automation, that's, it's so much more, that's so much more cold. So it's like, we could reach so many more people. If people saw what we're doing, if they saw the inside of the tool, if we're talking to experts, um, that's just going to create comfort with us, you know, know that we're real people. We're not, you know, we, 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 we actually enjoy talking about Amazon um, almost more than we want to try to like sell you onto our platform. Cause we'll tell you if it's not a right fit, it's not the right fit. We, we don't want to go down that road with you. So I put, I was like, we should do this. But in the back of my mind, I was like, I've always wanted to do like a YouTube channel or podcast for me personally, I've wanted to do it, but I've, you I've, and I've clear, you had never done anything like that before. No, I, I've never, I've, I, t- I joked, uh, we can go to this story later. I did, I recorded one podcast episode about five years ago with my mm-hmm. wife and then that was it. <laughs> I didn't, yeah. I didn't continue. And then we didn't, I mean, maybe three people heard it. Um, <laughs> but I was like, but there was a little bit of a fear, put yourself out there. Uh, you know, it's, it's intimidating, but I thought, well, if I just pressure Chris into doing it with me, then at least I'll have a sidekick going with it. And honestly, that's been the best thing because no, if we're interviewing somebody or talking to somebody on the podcast, uh, the two people interviewer format is great because if I'm, you know, maybe I'm not as interested in this particular topic as Chris is, or Chris is more interested in I, or whatever, we come at it from different angles. He's had a different problem than I've had. And we can, it just really makes the conversation much more interesting, I feel mm-hmm. like, and more valuable for people that listen. So we have, we have a lot of fun doing that for sure. So I have to ask, so this is episode 142, is that what you guys said? Yep. Yeah. So looking back at like, say the first two or three podcasts you did, <laughs> you just like, do you just like cringe looking at it? Or like, do you think it went pretty well? <laughs> I stopped listening to our own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I used to listen to our podcast. Like after we recorded, I go to the gym and like listen to it uh-huh. and I quit doing it. And I don't know, like. 
personally, I don't know why. I don't know why anymore. Like, I don't listen to it anymore. I don't even watch myself anymore. Uh-huh. But uh, my wife was asking me, she's like, do you listen to your own po- episodes? That's totally other. She's like, do you listen to your own episodes anymore? I'm like, no, I, I quit that. But I don't know the, like, I really have a hard time putting the reason why I stopped doing yeah. it. Because yeah. <laughs> at, at, at first, I wanted to make sure we sounded right. Like, the mic was right. And right. You know, echoes. And, like, we, we had good flow. But now... Um, I, I just don't want to hear myself because maybe I could critique, critique myself too much. I don't know what Dustin's thoughts are, but yeah, I don't, oh, I don't yeah. go back and listen to those anymore. <laughs> I probably should to see what they they sound like. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't listen to them too much. I'll tell you what I do though is if there's so many guests we've had that have great tips that I'll like, what was that? And I'll go back and like fast yeah. forward and try to find it. Um, just because uh, honestly, every single time we get done with a podcast, I'm like. I know Chris the same way. We instantly go and like try to implement whatever that was like on our own business. Like if, if, if there was a tip about listings or even PPC or any of that stuff, we're like, let's go test it out. Um, so I'll go back and like try to remember what, what was going on uh, in that, in our interview. But yeah, I'm not a huge fan of listening to myself. I, I sound funny. Uh, I feel like it's, you know, everyone sounds funny to themselves and you're like, you always have like amazing questions, like right afterwards. And you're like, oh, if I would have asked that, or I have come back to this or that. Um, but it is funny because you're talking about our first podcast. If you go back, uh, it's like the we have like now we've got like high def cameras and we've got lighting and we've got backgrounds that look like we, you know, have offices and stuff. And before it was like, the camera was like looking straight up my nose because it was from my computer camera it's all grainy uh but it doesn't matter i, I don't think like it's just a matter of t- you know just be- being out there it's the in- the information's good for people um and it's great for us so i think we've evolved but it's it's been fun it's fun to kind of look at the progress of it yeah, <laughs> otherwise sure. we would have started what um so talking about uh or circling back to your comment about you know i'll watch certain episodes because it's full of great tips for content and i know your first instinct is going to be to say oh everyone's created equal but what we really want to know is who are some of your favorite guests that you've had on oh okay so mclean warren (laughs) (laughs) yep yep that was what i was looking for perfect I mean, were there, were there other guests, Chris? I can't remember. I don't remember any other guests. Matters. Yeah, <laughs> just, just McLean. Um, that, gosh, there. I'll are... go through a list. We have Larry Hirschhorn. Larry Hirschhorn was great. Uh, he was. He was. We've had him. Like he was one of the first times we had a guest on that. I was like, ah, oh, this is actually we're talking to this guy that we've both been following for a while. Yeah, I was. I was, ner- I was nervous. I'll admit. I was were you like were you like celebrity struck? Like you're like oh kind of, uh-huh. <laughs> kind of, because you're like, well, this guy's been all over the place. He's all over yeah. every yeah. podcast episode, and you're like, and now he's coming on ours, and I don't know, it was just kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> same thing. That's just that was the same thing with like Norm Farrar, and then Tim Jordan jumped in on that episode. So we're like, you know, that was that was pretty cool. Um, we've been following Amy those Weiss guys. Amy has been fantastic. We just had Amy Weiss on; she was great. Yeah, the I'll tell you. When people have energy and they're really excited to talk about Amazon, it's so fun, and then and they bring value. So all those people we're talking about are like that. Um, I'll tell you another one. 
Francois from Noviland. I don't know yeah. if you know Francois yeah. from Noviland. Mm -hmm. uh, great. And not only is he great, but I use them and they are phenomenal. So like that was a whole nother deal about being involved in this is like I, the supplier relationship and keep maintaining suppliers. That was, I like, I like doing it, but it was a lot of work and like language barriers and all this stuff was, was tricky. Uh, now that I've been working with Noviland, I've had like amazing. So anyone who's listening, Noviland is awesome for sourcing <laughs> and yeah. streamlining everything, logistics and the whole bit. I just had a whole shipment delivered to my house. Here, I'll show everybody. It's over here. <laughs> all those boxes uh, that came from uh, a deal with Noviland. Uh, so that, so I mean, there's so many stories like that. We could, I gotta almost pull up the list of people we've had on the podcast, Chris. To even there's, I mean, the people that we get on are people we've we've listened to, we've watched, like our own, like where we we listen to podcasts too, and we watch YouTube videos too. Oh yeah. And so when we see these people on, they're like, oh, we gotta get them on our show because I got questions I want to ask them. Like. That's what I, I want to ask all these questions, these people that I've been watching myself. Um, like Joe Valley from uh, Quiet Light Brokerage. Like that was yes. all about exiting your business. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. talking about exiting my business probably in the next 24 months. So like that was a really good episode. Um, mm -hmm. Just like people that we see a lot of are in the space and they, they provide good value. Those are the people I want to get on the show because I want to ask them questions that I have after I watch their podcast or yeah. episodes. Uh, other really fun ones are um, like when we had Rupesh on uh, Rupesh Singhavi, he, he was a, he's a, he's, he has no tools or he's, he's not an influencer. He's just grown his business from zero to $140 million. And he was willing to come on and talk about his story. I oh. mean, every, it's like stuff like that, Chris, when we, we get done with that, I mean, Chris and I talked for a few minutes afterwards or 10 or 15 minutes afterwards the podcast. And we're like, how motivated are you right now after listening to that guy's story? I was like, so it's, and so that to me is really that's what that's a really fun part is hearing like Neil Twalla was good. Neil, he was great. Neil Twalla yep. was fantastic. Like that whole like set up a business, research, launch, rank. Yep. I was a good refresher. Yeah, I mean, I mean we can go through here. I mean, 142 episodes is a lot. We've had some. <laughs> We've had some people back on. I'll tell you what. Sometimes we talk about this. Like, can you believe we've done 142 episodes? It hasn't. It hasn't been a year yet. I don't think we we started it in October of last year. So it has not been a year yet. Um, but it and we just sort of cranked it up. But it's 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 amazing to us that we've we've talked yeah. to that many people. <laughs> it's and it's really. It's been great. Now the next step is for us to start uh, really going to a lot more live events. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's and because all these people are so fun, we got good relationships with them. It'd be fun to go to Vegas and have a beer with them. You know, <laughs> have, have a good have a good old time. So, okay, so to flip that script, and of course, I don't mean for you to mention actual names or companies, but what. What situations or podcasts have you been in where it was kind of a dud or, you know, it just wasn't vibing the right way or maybe you just disagreed with whatever the person was saying? Does that happen very often? I mean, a lot. most of our guests have been fantastic. I, I think sometimes um, 
and it it may be because they're nervous about coming on uh, and be going live and all that stuff. But they'll give, you know, just short answers. They'll they'll answer a question, but it's short, and you know they don't dive into like their story very much. And right. so, like our whole, our whole like spiel is we try to like learn more about you, whoever our guest is. We want to know like what makes you tick. How did you get into this? What we love it when we can talk about mistakes. Like that's our, I mean, yeah. honestly, sometimes that's the best is like, oh man, I, this, this happened and I almost gave up and then now I turned it around. And I mean, that's, that's relevant to a lot of people. And, and, oh, so we like that, but usually, usually if it's just very quick answers, like, yep, do that. And that's what I do or not. And there's no other like expounding or, yeah. or, or no, or no passion. We love it when there's a lot of passion, but honestly, I don't think we've had very many of those mm. at all. That's no. awesome. Yeah. So would you say your passion to get to know your, um, to get to know your panelists or guests or whatever, just to really dive into who they are and what their aspirations are, et cetera. Do you think that carries over to Salazzo as a tool and to the foundation of which Salazzo was birthed on. Like, you know, because as someone who works, you know, I do a lot of freelance work for you guys. So I get the impression that what makes this tool unique, as opposed to all the other million PPC softwares out there, is you guys are like real people that really care about other people doing well and are always willing to learn and to have a positive attitude and vibe. So do you think that like you as people that kind of translates into what you contribute to the company and who Salazzo is as a whole? Yeah, and I think it starts at the top. Uh, we have a great CEO and like mm -hmm. he's always trying to give us the right tools to use. And mm -hmm. when we come to him like, hey, we need to have this because this is what we're hearing sellers need. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of pushback. It's like, okay, we got to get it done. Like, yeah. So when we come to the table or come to meetings or even our support team, our support team has been fantastic. Like they're mm -hmm. either all previous sellers or they, they work with their own accounts. Right. So they, they hear feedback. And, and when we go to meetings and we have meetings with business, we don't really get a lot of pushback on things that the tool needs or features that we need to roll out. And it's because we're coming to those with like feedback from sellers. So the feedback mm -hmm. that we provide in our own businesses that we give out and the feedback that we hear from other sellers, that's what we use to make the, the tool better. And I think, you know, uh, Nick, our CEO, I think Dustin would agree. It oh comes yeah. From the top. Yeah. yeah. And that, yeah, the team and the team really works hard. We have a lot of fun together. Um, we're a really tight knit group, which is great as well. Um, that makes us really responsive. Um, like Chris said, if we if we need a feature or something, I mean, we're we're quick about developing developing those. We've mm -hmm. stayed ahead and on top of the industry as it's grown. Um, but from Chris and perspective, is we're usually the first touch on anybody who's coming in to, to the platform. So if somebody's looking for a demo, they're going to get with us, and so we we approach that like. We're yes, we're sales. We're on the sales team, but we and when we have demos, we get on and it's a conversation like this. Like, what what issues are you having in your business? What what yeah. solutions are you looking for? And if Solozo is not a good fit, it's not a we. I mean, it's not a good fit. Well, there's been so many times 
advertising right now. You need to go see McLean. You need help with your listings before we even have this conversation. You need to go to over to here or you've got inventory problems right now. So we don't need, I, I'd be, you know, if I, if you signed up right now, we don't want to take your money. Um, so I think, and, and since we started the podcast and since we've live stream everything and uh, we're more, we're going on other people's podcasts all the time. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times the, the people come in and they've already seen us. They've already, they already kind of know our personalities and ho- hopefully we're trustworthy. Um, so that. So I think that thing that flows and then we do the same thing after we, after they sign up, we onboard them and we onboard them multiple times. Uh, if they're going to do like, just use the platform as a self-serve platform, we make sure that they understand what they're doing and have the right goals, et cetera, and that they understand to use a tool. So I think that that's, that's probably unique in the industry. I, I think a lot of the places it's much more sign up, watch this starter video and I'll touch to it. Yeah. So, and, and really I have a ton of fun on those calls. I think it's a blast learning about other people's businesses. Uh, It's it's fun. It's fun when I can help them out. Like the other day, this guy, great guy was on a call. He could not figure out why his, uh, his ads weren't performing and he had lost the buy box on a lot of his products Mm -hmm. because he raised his price too much. And, he, it, if we hadn't had that call, it, it might've taken him a long time to figure that out. And so that being able to help something like that, boom, quick, he's back. And now we're talking about ads again, those kinds right. of things. Are fun. It's really fun. Cause we know, Chris and I both know what it's like to suffer with something going wrong with your Amazon account and you cannot figure out what the heck it is, you know? <laughs> so it's, it's fun to be able to help. Nice. So uh, kind of scooting away from the podcast and business, um, what are your, uh, I'll ask you first, Chris, what are your hobbies other than Amazon doing this? What are your favorite things to do? Oh my gosh. Well, (laughs) anything that involves making money, I'm all about. I mean, I used to, I used to go to thrift stores and just buy name brand clothing for like two, three dollars. Uh-huh. and sell it on eBay for like five times the amount. Like that, mm-hmm. like anything to make money, I I enjoy the, the rush of like finding and selling something for a higher profit than what I bought it for. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll stand no stuff. I'll sell anything. I'll sell anything. <laughs> Honestly, I'll sell anything if I can make yeah. a buck on it. Like, and, uh, and it's a rush. I, even, like as a kid, I did this. I would go go get beanie babies like candle i would go get beanie babies huh. and and buy them for six and try to flip them for 30 or 40 even sports cards as a kid we my brother and i would just pop open a uh our sports cards our baseball cards basketball cards we would just pull them out in the driveway and we would sell them right there on the curb like to kids coming by the neighborhood or so lemonade stands like, like all that stuff like uh mowing yards like so anything to do with money, I love to play around. Crypto, I'm all in, like I'm playing around with crypto now. Yeah, uh, I, I've been keeping my eye on NFTs. I don't know enough about NFTs yet to to put money into it, uh, but I, I have my eye there. Sports cards, I'm still into. Like I love getting them graded. Like that's a big deal now. Like getting cards graded. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, like seriously, that's my mind does not turn off. Like that's all yeah. I, I care about. Yeah. 
This is why this is why Chris and I get along really well because this is how this is how I am too in terms of like I mean my whole life I've been had that entrepreneurial spirit of can, how can I make money doing this or make money doing this. Sometimes it's a wild ride, uh, like for anybody like to be to be in a relationship with me, like you know, for my wife. Like, <laughs> like, where is he going That's now? Where is he going now? Wife. Oh, we'll get a dinner, and my wife's like, I don't even know what he's what he's doing. Yeah, he's up to but uh, my wife's kind of the same way though. She's an artist, so she's very entrepreneurial. She's always working on new projects and new things. So it's um, so in terms of hobbies for me, tennis is a big hobby. That was my career for a long time. I was a tennis professional for um, almost 20 years um and so that taught a lot taught a lot of lessons did a lot of group clinics and loved playing uh, my dad is a big tennis player so we've um we're getting ready to redo this we used to play the national doubles all over the place which was a lot of fun in tennis and now we're going to start doing that um i love absolutely love sports so kansas city chiefs royals any 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 sport i mean i absolutely love it my favorite place uh, maybe in the world is arrowhead stadium where the chiefs play which is 15 mm -hmm. minutes down the road um so i absolutely love that i've got two boys that are 15 and 11 they play a ton of sports so i'm always out doing doing stuff with them but i think what's been really fun is involving my kids in this entrepreneurial uh spirit so my my Oldest son's 15. He's amazing at Photoshop. He's like downstairs right now working on uh, some p images for a new um, relaunching a product. So he's working on the images right now. He's we have a little photo shoot area downstairs where he's taking he's taking pictures. Um, and then my youngest son loves to do everything like label stuff and package stuff up. And so it's been really fun. They, you know, they they talk the talk like. How so can child, we? So child labor laws don't mean anything to you. No, no, not at all. No, no. they're your own kids. No, not another on my own kids. Yeah, and yeah. so far they haven't complained, and they also yeah. haven't complained about the house that we live in or all the food yeah. that they yeah. eat. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I think this isn't really child labor. I think I'm paying them an exorbitant amount for the work that they do. I know. Uh, I mean, yeah, I I call my child a freeloader, so because he's not yeah. doing. He's not doing anything at this point. So I think I'm going to send him over to Dustin's house to, you know, Come on. To work. Yeah. <laughs> we got, we got stuff to actually, we got a project right now. Cause Chris and I are working on um, a ser a YouTube series that we just started. It's called operation launch. Um, oh. And so anybody can go check that out right now. That's where Chris and I opened, started a brand new Amazon account together live and la are launching products on there. And we're walking through everything. Like, making the listings, taking the pictures. I mean, right now I'll show everybody we got, I'll just do a little quick peek here. It's on my bed. I'll do it fast. The, that's where we've been working on. I can't, I can't tell you exactly what it is yet. That was a, that was why it was a quick little clip over the there. <laughs> but that's, uh, that was a little workstation where we're- There's a little teaser for everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we like designed our own labels. We're, we're like, it's like a warehouse over here. We're printing labels and sticking them on and designing them. and polybagging these things and we're sending them in so it's it's so that's that's gonna be fun so like like that's a blast i would do that <laughs> i would do that anyway and yeah. so it's fun. that's what's really fun about working with chris at solozo is the ability to do this now and help people become better sellers help them 
uh, overcome issues with their with their PPC, teach them all that, and just have fun doing it. So it's, it's well, that kind of negates my next question because I was going to ask if you guys could be anything else or do anything else besides what you're doing, what would it be? I'd be a farmer. <laughs> I think a farmer would be fun. So just kind of give you a story. My brain does yeah, shut I off. I need a story for that, actually. <laughs> my, brain, my brain does shut off at some point, but my wife and I just went, recently went to a small town in Texas called McGregor, Texas. Okay, And we went to an Airbnb there. And um, this guy has like 100 acres, 150 acres, and he, he rescues all these exotic animals like giraffes and like zebras and all these like crazy animal otters. He just took on a camel and he just rescues these animals and they just live on his land. And Wait, rescues them from Kansas? Rescues them from like all over the place. So like oh. he had a, he had... <laughs> In Texas, he had a um, he got a camel. Oh, sorry. We'll say Texas, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like he gets a camel because the mom won't take the newborn, so like okay. he takes it in, and then like he has a team, and they all raise this camel, and like they raise these giraffes. Anyways, like that's his job now. It's like being like a farmer, like yeah. going out, yeah. like raising chickens and stuff. Like I would love to have 150 acres <laughs> and just kind of do the daily grind of like hang out with the animals and and do make sure they're living and, and not worry about anything else. Now he's turned it into a business obviously. He's he's put on some uh he's put on some like Airbnbs and so you pay to stay there. But oh, it's like a petting farm. It's kind of like a petting farm but you're in this town of McGregor. It's super cool. I encourage everybody to go but like that got my mind thinking like if I could do anything, I want to go buy some land and just kind of hang out, have my own animals, maybe turn them into like a small little business and kind of just escape from the city life. That'd be you, fun. Could, you could write a country song like that. Mm -hmm. that Every country song kind of has a little feel yeah, like that, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't recall any song having an Airbnb mentioned, but I do <laughs> like that little like modern twist to it. It's, I'll give them a plug. It's called Blue Hills Ranch. Check them out. They're all over Instagram. <laughs> It's seriously a cool experience. Like it really got me thinking. Is that what, what you're going to do when you sell your business, Chris? When yeah. I sell my business for $3 million in yeah. February of 2023, <laughs> That's then I'm going to go buy a bunch of land. Um, it's got to have a pond on it and I'm going to get rescue animals. And my wife is going to love it because she's already been talking about it. And then we're just going to be on the doing that like do do over there so that's my goal all right dustin your turn what would i be doing if i wasn't doing this you know it's funny i i'm i'm i talk to my wife about this all the time i'm if you'd asked me 10 years ago if this is where i would be right now i would be i'd, I'd laugh i mean i was in the middle of like teaching lessons i loved it i had a big clientele um, it was great. Um, but I ended up, when I started my own business, then even then, if, even after I started my own Amazon business, if you'd have told me how to be here right now, I would have, I would have said, no way you're crazy. Um, and so for this, this time of my life I'm, I'm actually super excited about where I am. I'm having so much fun. Mm -hmm. uh, I love talking to sellers. I love doing all of this. Um, one thing that I would love to do is, I mean, 
I'm a big fan of passive income and the ability to travel. I love traveling. Like I said, like my dream would be to go to every Chiefs game in a season. Like go when they play the 49ers, go to San Francisco for that weekend. And then they play the Steelers, I'm in Pittsburgh. I mean, that sounds crazy, but that would be like an unbelievable year. Um, so, I mean, at some point, if I have, um, you know, if all my passive income ventures uh, pull through, like I like my vision board says they're going to do over here, then then that's what I would like to do. But in terms of in terms of like other jobs or business, I just I love what I love about this is it's new every day. It's like it's not like uh, and and I mean that by working at Solozo. I mean that by working on my own company. My wife and I are launching a whole new uh, brand coming up that we're excited about right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so every day is different. That, that's what's fun. It's not like. Uh, it's like you're going in and you're at least, at least for me, like I got a finance degree uh, and then I get my, I got an MBA. So I have all these like things that I loosely use. Uh, but like if I was going to work every day and I was doing accounting or something like that, and it was like the same, like mm-hmm. different numbers, same, you know, same day, th- the same over and process, over, same process that does not mesh with, with the, my personality or the way that I work. I love this constant change. I like, I like, you know, how can, there our competitors are doing this. How can we do this? Uh, and go in mm-hmm. different ways. I, I love it. So I, I don't, I think honestly, I'm in, the, I'm <laughs> where I'm supposed to be right yeah. now, which is, which is fun. I'm having, I'm having a good time. Well, this has been awesome and very eye opening. I really appreciate you guys jumping on and, you know, turning the tables and let me interview you. Um, yeah. Before we go, uh, is there anything you would want the viewers to know about you like if you're to leave it like okay this is one thing to take away from this episode regarding who i am what my vision is why i work here dustin go okay i'll go so i mean if you're if you're watching right now and you sell on amazon i'm i'm your people i've (laughs) i'm living the life that i do that that you do so and i really love the Solozo tool and what it does. I'm passionate that if you are selling on Amazon, that you you have, you wear so many hats in this business that that was an issue for me when I started is I tried to do everything myself. Um, and not only did I not do everything because I couldn't, I did a lot of things poorly or not as well as it could be because I didn't take advantage of tools that were out there. Now tools like Solozo didn't exist then. Um, but so I love showing people how, you know, no matter how hands-on you like to be, you can you can take a lot of the load off of your plate with with tools like Solozo. Um, so I love showing people that because I mean, it's, as much as I love PPC, I mean, as much as I like working for Solozo and, and understanding PPC, it's not my favorite thing to do on a day to day. I don't want to be downloading search term reports every day. It's awful. Um, so I, I, you know. For anybody who's watching, if you're interested at all and we have a conversation, it's going to be a genuine conversation about your business and how Solozo can help. So, Chris, go ahead. McLean, give me that question again. <laughs> I may not even answered it. I don't even know. <laughs> give me that question again because I want to make sure I get it right. Um, uh, the audience wants to know how many times a day you shower. <laughs> <laughs> Two. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> if anybody um, could take away anything from this, is that what I'm getting at? Is that the question? <laughs> yeah. Essentially, if there was any message you wanted to um, to reveal um, or to emphasize to people watching regarding you, what you do, and what your goals are in doing all of this, what would it be? So I would say it's just continue to learn. Like, Solozo is kind of a byproduct, like with this. Um, I honestly just like helping other sellers, like just learning what they're doing and seeing what's being changed in the in the in the e-com space. Um, but learning is something that I didn't really take advantage of at a younger age, and I maybe I didn't know it, but I think that's where we are now. Like both, both Dustin and I, like we like to teach other people or learn learn from other people. Um, and then if Slozo happens to fall in that category, so be it. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the end of the day, it's like, I would love nothing better than to talk. To, and I do now is to, to talk to sellers all day and just learn where they're at in their business and, and help them get to the other side of where they need to get to. Like I just talked mm-hmm. to a seller today who didn't have any clue about brand analytics and didn't know how to use it, but he was mm-hmm. brand registered. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Dude, like, here's how you use brain analytics. Like, let's do it the right way. Like, that kind of stuff fires me up because he he would have never figured it out, or he, maybe he would have, but he would have taken forever. So, um, yeah, honestly, like, just helping people get to the other side of what their goal is, trying to figure out what they're trying to do. And if Solozo can do that, great. If not, at least I've maybe spent 30 minutes with you to hopefully get you to where you need to be. Well, there you go. That's uh, Chris and Dustin. They are Amazon sellers, Salazzo and PPC experts, and apparently part-time therapists. So if you ever (laughs) call them and just vent about uh, issues you're having with seller support, they always like to hear those stories. So definitely call them on that. It's so far, been great working with you guys, and I'm excited to uh, be part of, of you know the team. And I'm excited that you guys were able to come on and give us some insight into the guys behind the microphones. I think that really adds color to your base audience and um, being able to relate to you on a deeper level. So I think it was uh, really good, and thank you for letting me put you in the hot seat. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you, McLean, for doing it. Um, that's nice sometimes not to be the one asking all the questions all the time and get to get to answer them. And uh, yeah, hopefully that helped everybody get to know us a little better. The last time that I think we even talked about our own stories was the introduction to this podcast. So 142 episodes ago, we told our story. Uh, so if anybody wants to hear like our full story, like how we got, you know, you know, <laughs> where we were raised and all that stuff, uh, go back to the intro. Uh, and, and listen to that. But thanks, McLean, for doing the doing the reverse interview. That was a lot of fun. Great questions. Um, so, yeah. Well, everybody who's listening now, I'll I'll take back over the the microphone. Anyone who's listening right now, typical Dustin, uh, by the way. Yeah, I know. You like? It's <laughs> exactly right. He's yeah. been wanting to do that the whole time. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, no, you did an awesome job. Um, <laughs> So for everyone listening, if you like content like this, um, most of the time we're not talking about ourselves. I promise uh, we talk with other people as well. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. You can also um, subscribe to Solozo's channel on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, You can turn on notifications because we live stream these. So some of you might be watching us live right now. Uh, So make sure you do that. 
Uh, leave us a review, a comment. Let us know how you're doing, or how we're doing, not how you're doing. Let us know how we're doing. <laughs> you can let us know how you're doing, too. <laughs> how you're doing, too. Um, you don't care how you're doing. <laughs> so, so please do that. And also, if you are currently selling and you are managing your advertising yourself and you'd like help automating and optimizing that, make sure you go to solozo.com. You can book a demo in the top right corner. You will get either Chris or myself on that call. We take every single call. Like we said, we'll talk to you about your business. We'll talk to you about how Solozo operates, how it can help you. Um, and we just like to talk. So if, if it's a good fit, we'll bring you on. And if not, we'll advise you where to go. Uh, so make sure that you do that. Uh, you get a 14-day free trial. It's a great deal. You're, you won't miss out by by taking advantage of that. So, all right, everybody, thanks for joining us today for the reverse interview. Thanks, McLean, for the great mm -hmm. questions. And yeah, we'll see great. everybody tomorrow. Have a great day.